Fox, tenacity, Fox, speed. Fox, we are Lights out and away we go. Gentlemen, what a remarkable yet unremarkable Imla weekend we had. Blasphemous statement. Great air Simsena in 94. So when we reintroduced Imla back into our calendar a few years ago, give me your top three words to describe this Grand Prix. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Tarush Gupta, and I am joined by my good buddies, Karun K. Kanan and Mr. Roy, Ch- and Mr. Roy Chaudhary. Mr. Roy Chaudhary, to you first. Your top three words to describe this Grand Prix. Grit. Heartbreak. Tenacity. Tenacity. Oh, okay. Mr. Mr. Karun K. Kanan. Love sprint qualifying. Okay. And I will go with Max Checo Lando. (laughs) Of course. Our podium finishers. I'm sorry. They, don't, they you mean, all the don't you mean Max? Don't you mean Max Lando Checo in Cheyenne's fashion? Exactly. Oh, sorry. First sorry. I second. forgot about the Come one, on, three, baby. two. Are you not a part of this pod? For <laughs> all our fans out there, you know that Cheyenne loves going for the one, three, two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a personal preference, and I've gone for the one, two, three. Gentlemen, our first sprint quality, our first wet race. Give me your thoughts. What do you think overall? What were the main aspects of this race? What happened? It was interesting. Some, uh, you know, the, the dice was rolled in some situations. I think, you know, some variables came into play this weekend that, like you just mentioned, we haven't seen before. So it was very interesting to see the teams try to come to terms with that. You know, random, random little bits of adversity tossed into all the teams at this point. It wasn't a straightforward race for Ferrari to stay on the track and make sure they hit their times. Um, so it was interesting to see how the teams reacted under, you know, not ideal weather. Well, you say yeah. that, Shion, my good buddy. Mm-hmm. But was yes, Ferrari was Ferrari the fastest car on the track this weekend? I don't know. I don't think so. They brought no. They brought no upgrades to their car, thinking that they had decent performance uh, gap to the rest of the teams. And Red Bull really stepped it up. I mean, Checo had a, had a brilliant gap on on Charles for a lot of the race. They had a, they had a great battle. Well, mind you, when Charles repitted and nearly, you know, kind of like Barcelona or Hungary, uh, uh, Checo Perez, he nearly came back. But both in the race and the sprint qualifying, Charles was behind one or two of the Red Bulls. So in your honest opinion, who was the fastest car and who will continue to be the fastest car? And it's open to both you guys. I would say, like, okay, like, Red Bull took a gamble bringing an upgrade this week, and it worked out really well. They were able to drop weight. They were able to get, like, maybe, like, a quarter to half a second, something like that, um, right? But Ferrari is planning on bringing an upgrade not only to Miami, but also to Barcelona. And I think Barcelona is going to be, like, the real test of, like, right? There's so much data for that track that that's going to be the real test of, like, okay, because everyone's going to set up their cars properly. Who is what car has a performance? I think we'll really know in Barcelona, if I'm being honest. I think Miami's gonna be electric, but no one's gonna know what they're doing. And it's gonna be really like who's gonna collect the right data in the first three practice sessions. You know what I mean? 
And mine know, is I a very simple track. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a very simple track, mostly 90-degree corners around the stadium. But Barcelona, Barcelona. Be like, that's why they practice there, right? They go to preseason testing in Barcelona because they believe they'll be- gather the best data. So you're telling me that you think in Miami that Red Bull will still be quickest, but come Barcelona, it'll be a free-for-all. Well, no, Ferrari might bring a power unit upgrade to Miami, right? You know, like that could easily change the way that they're they're able to compete against the Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull is great in a straight line. And looking at the track profile right now, it seems like there's a lot of those. But like, right, we don't know what the, tr- uh, the package upgrade is going to be on that power unit. And it's the first power unit upgrade that they've done, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I noticed. mean, if you're talking about upgrades, then Mercedes also bring an upgrade. I know. So is it finally time? I don't know. I don't want to jump ahead here. But... Uh, I don't know. I've always been saying. I can hear a little hope in your voice. I've always. I've always been saying the first race that Mercedes will win is Silverstone. I don't want to jump ahead. Sean, go ahead. What were you thinking? Uh, well, first of all, to answer your first question, I think Karun answered it perfectly. There's nothing else to be said. That is exactly the right answer. Uh, second of all, well, I think, answered again for us. Okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. I think it's going to be, you know, this race. It was, it was the Red Bulls. It was definitely the Red Bulls that were faster. Hundred percent consistent pace and like, and, and Max just kept increasing the gap. He, it, it looked like the is it because Max is it better than like, Charles? Uh, okay, dude, you know you don't even want to say that. Okay, like you know that that hurt you to say that. So don't say that again ever on this podcast. It actually doesn't hurt me to say. No, that. it does hurt me to say that. It doesn't. It only hurts me to say that against someone against Lewis. Nah, nah, nah. You're going against the DNA of this of this trio. Okay, don't say that ever again. Anyway, okay. it looked like it looked like the Red Bull and Ferrari just swapped liveries, and like it was it was you know for the Red Bull was now the Ferrari just like consistently. They dropped too much paint, <laughs> dude. This paint. The paint hey, let it be known for our <laughs> listeners out there that people are dropping paint to drop kilos off their weight. Yeah. So, did Max drop drop hella kilos? Shout out to Williams for starting that trend. Max Shout, Kilo, man. Shout out <laughs> Alex Albon, but I'll we'll get to him hey, later. Yeah. 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 Start of the show. Anyways, moving forward, yeah, I think. Sorry, Sharon. Go on. Ferrari's going to have an opportunity to bring uh, an upgrade that I mean I, they've known from for a while that their power unit has been a little bit uh, lackluster. Uh, on the straight so i think this is a great opportunity for them to you know they've, they've collected a lot of data over the first couple of races as well and so yeah. they know that they have a higher downforce car and that you know their power unit may is, is compromising um their straight line speed because of their high downforce car um so whether how that's can you say that about I, the pu when k mag is qualifying in fourth i i don't think it's all the pu right i, I also think that tire deck played a, a big role in this race specifically completely right? agree. With, the, with, the, with the with the inter to slick like transition not only that in but in the, in the sprint qualifying yeah. yeah right like i think that the weight that the red bull dropped really helped with their deck right whereas ferrari's still running a bit heavier running a bit harder um, so are we and... saying that the red bull shaved so much paint oh off their God. livery yeah exactly that they gained an advantage it's because higher right, deck Ferrari's a brighter car, so they can't just do that without losing sponsors. Whereas the Red Bull with its darker colors, like that's it's like next level thinking by Horner. And it happened all the way back when the team was formed, actually, if you actually yeah. think about it. This is actually a 2008 idea. Really? Exactly. Haas should be the fastest car with no sponsors on their car at all. <laughs> Why? They're a white car. They're actually the most paint. Yeah, they have the least number of sponsors. Uh, I don't know. 
Dude, ah. someone has to rebrand to all black before the season ends. <laughs> in, in my opinion, in my opinion, I think Gunter needs a call from Boxbox Box to tell him that hey, should we get Box you Box have Box the used opportunity the here? You could win many tenths. Should we sponsor? Well, I'm thinking we sponsor Haas. What are, what are we doing, gents? But that would add know. weight. I Therefore, they would not want to sponsor. Sandwiches. I'll toss a couple of white car. It'd be a white car still, but the boxes would be in black like the paintless area would be our logo okay i just want our faces on the on the rear spoiler so that we're in the drs closing <laughs> and see our faces every time yeah we uh, anyways that was a great that was a great answer to the question uh what was your it's a fair question? it's a fair answer though um mm-hmm. but the real question is raw pace charles leclerc versus max verstappen they're going to be head to head all season. Sure. Who is coming out on top? Oh, uh, Charles. Um, I think Max because Checo is a better number two. I think Max oh, because a, I think Max makes that's less. That's a good of, answer. Look, Charles showed us that he made a mistake this weekend. If you look back to any weekend of Lewis winning the championship, if you look at Kimi winning mm. his 07 championship, if I can go back in all history. <laughs> There's. There's growing pains, okay? Like, this is Charles' first time being in a competitive car. He's leading yeah. the championship. Well, that's it's not, true. That's not true, Sean. I don't think that's true, man. That's no, F- no. F2, F2, he's an F2 champion. Sure, 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 champion. sure. But this is F1. Even, this even is the Ferrari his different year was world, pretty good. He, he did very well. He's got double the points of any other racer on the grid, and he knows that he's not double twice as good as any other racer on the grid. I feel like that leads to some kind of stress and, and pressure on him, you know? Okay, Sean, let me ask you this. Sure. Would you... And this is a very common question in the paddock. Would you mm-hmm. rather be the hunted or the hunter? Hunter. Hunter. Well, that's Max Verstappen, gents. Well. Cheyenne, in the I just, I just, <laughs> test, I just <laughs> test you so hard. I put my... <laughs> Yo, are you starting for the outside anytime soon? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, anyways, yes, I'll be hunting. So you're calling yourself Max Verstappen? Who's who said Max Verstappen is the hunter? Okay, so be it. Karun. He's definitely the hunted the entire time, Mr. Kanan. Exactly, Mr. Kanan. <laughs> the allocations. Defeat. Would you rather be the hunted or the huntee? <laughs> wait, but wait. <laughs> Aren't they the same? The same There's a trick question. There's a trick question. I was like, I'm boxed in. So, Mr. Kanan, would you rather be the hunted uh-huh. or the hunter? Um, I think hunter is way more fun if I was the actual driving, but hunted is just... I would rather be the hunted because the track position is unreal. Because you're, you're that guy. Yeah, you do be that guy. You got to be cocky about it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> yeah. Electric. Um... <laughs> trivia. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, gents. The one trivia question I have for you guys this weekend, if unless I make up more as we go. Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez completed the first Red Bull 1-2 after which race? Uh, 2016 Monaco. Close. 
2018 Monaco? No, no, you have it right here. Malaysia. What? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That that's like triple points for me if that's the one trivia question of the day. I can give you triple points for that. Yeah, I'm let's down. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Well, Even so kill you. You are the you are the hunted Karoon right now. I'm the hunted. Yeah. Hunting. Oh, we're Karoon's big time hunted. You are the hunted. You are the hunted. No, Karoon's still like eleven points ahead. That's cool. That's cool. That's what. That's like I'm. Okay. Okay, gentlemen. Um. I have a couple. I have a couple. No, no trivia. Just general discussion topics. That was just not what I asked. What, what do you ask? What do you ask? Yeah. Drew down the field. Like oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's one of the same. It's one of the same. Drew, we have to upload sometimes, this. Shut up. Sometimes I just let that go. I just let Tarush get away with those things. Yeah, yeah. It's better to no, no. just call him out. No, no. Sometimes I just read my agenda and don't pay attention to you guys. But shut up. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Midfield Maestro. Thoughts. You mean maestro? No, I maestro, bro. You guys are so American. <laughs> Mr. Midfield Maestro. Uh, okay. George Thoughts. Russell? George Russell? Nah. Okay, if we both Sandel? said George Russell, then Ooh. that's the right answer. For me, Valtteri Bottas, nah. And Yo, we skipped over George and Lando and went to yeah, Valtteri? Like there was a lot that of stuff. not logical progression. It, let me tell you this. Okay. No, no. You guys saw that in the last 20 laps, the way that Valtteri Bottas was hounding George Russell was unreal. And actually, the more that I say that, it makes me think that George Russell has performed in a spectacular uh, result. Absolutely. Absolutely. But let me ask you this. How much did last year's uh, collision play in the mind of those guys? Mm. <laughs> um, for the hunter... Probably a lot of I can't wait to catch this guy. <laughs> Who's on dirt? Who's on dirt? Okay. The maestro. The maestro. I feel like that breeds – I agree with Karun, but I feel like that, that breeds like a good racing culture between the two of them. I think, you know, after the big collision of last year – Valtteri came to the understanding that he's going to be leaving the team. Like he knows that he's had this position. He's he's wanted to be not considered number two at, at Mercedes for a while and tr- had bouts of trying to show that he's not number two. But I think he kind of came to terms with the fact that, yes, I am number two. And, um, you know, I can do better and bring more to another team that, you know, where I'm number one. So I think he came to the, that conclusion and he was happy with that. And this year we're seeing this incredible battle between the two of them where we see George getting the most out of the Mercedes being as of right now, the number one. And then and then Valtteri also being in an equally as competitive car. And I just, you know, not much to say other than this is, you know, a, a battle that the viewers are happy about. Easily. It's like, I, I asked Church, what do you think about like the, the Russell performance in contrast to like how Hamilton's doing this season? Like, I feel like you're the closest. I actually have quite a few thoughts about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, first and foremost, I fundamentally do not believe that they're giving them giving them equally equal cars, and that's not be, be, me being a Lewis Dan. Sean, what are you laughing at? I mean, they did have different rear wings this race. That's like a fact. Mm-hmm. 
And no, but they didn't readjust George Russell's front wing to adjust for the dry conditions. So keep going. Mm-hmm. So no, come on. This is a seven-time world champion. He does not. He does not know how to not drive. Like he does not forget that in an instant or anything. Sure. So there's no way that there's a they. I believe they are trying to learn from Lewis's car, and they may have done some adjustments to George Russell's car. They they may may have been better for it to run at Imola than Lewis's, but I believe that Lewis is still 100% there, 100% willing to give it all for the team and all to race for. I don't, I don't think there's any love loss between the team or Lewis, and I know that Lewis will come back and win many races for that team. But George is doing a fantastic job. And I'm sorry, I will passionately defend Lewis to the day that I die. I know that he can come back because okay. I, I think they're trying to learn from his car. Listen, I'm gonna play devil's sure. advocate here. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here for a sec. So okay, we, go. Saw, we saw Daniel Ricardo uh, knock out Carlos uh, early on in the race, right? Very much Why so. He went over the the wet curbs uh, at, at that turn and essentially understeered into Carlos, causing him to yes, the race. Now, and I'd like to thank my friend Jolyn Palmer for this. Jolyn Palmer. He's oh, I haven't seen that. This. Um, in that same turn, literally maybe four or five seconds afterwards, Lewis. Goes over the curbs, knowing they're wet. No cars on either side of him. Understeers and by fraction of a millimeter, it prevents running into the back of an Alphatari. From a seasoned seven-time world champion with no cars on either side, that could have been a, a such a quick end to the race, a, a silly mistake, you know? So, so how do you explain that? First and foremost, I haven't seen Julian Palmer's analysis. <laughs> To which our viewers, I'm so sorry, because I don't have all the data. I don't have the analysis. Um, SWS coming in. But I will just take back to my guns and say that. <laughs> uh, I believe that Lewis is a great driver. He's a seven-time world champion. I can help you. Let me help you. Yes, yes. Open to the table. I, I do think that like it's, it's possible that Lewis is struggling to like adjust to a new car. But I also think the reason that there's a – I think they're both struggling. I think there's a, why there's a reason – or why there's a difference between the two of them is because, right, think about it from like Toto's point of view. You have two cars out there and you don't know what is wrong with your car. At that point, the best way to gather data is just to run two different setups because you're literally gathering twice as much mm-hmm. data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Per, per, per second that you're out there, right? And crew. So it, and any kind of like difference in those performances, like I, I think it's too early to be like, it's the driver's issue. But crew. And when like, you know, like they have to lift. They're lifting on straights, man. Mm-hmm. Give your worst setup to your better driver, no? Surely. I think, well, yeah, well, you're a more experienced driver for sure because I, I don't think that's like a great line of argument okay. for a Lewis stand because if he's so elite, he should be able to not make mistakes like what Shion just said. Tell right. me this. When you say, when you say worst Did Fernando setup, Alonso you, you, not win after 06? Well, he won races. Yeah, but there, there should be no worse setup, right? You're That's just what I'm trying saying. Things. You're trying two different things. There shouldn't be a yeah. designated but worst. But there is going to be a worse between well, those. Well, yeah, well, after the fact. No, you get the data yeah. and then you know. So when you but meet, surely you know between George and so, Lewis. No, no, no. Why would you put a bad <laughs> would setup out to race? Well, if you Post know race, you're going to know. One came in P4. One came yes, in P3. You're saying, would you give a bad setup to your better driver? You're not going to know which one of the two setups is bad before. That's not what I'm saying. But one was certainly worse and one was certainly better. 
viewers. Oh, yes, Brenty. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Say it. Break it down, crew. Your point was that you said, would you give your worst setup to your more, to the better driver? And the point is, you don't know that it's the worst. Yeah, setup. you don't know. Fair enough. But it so happens, so. Yeah, it and just so and so the apple falls. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like over time they'll average out, but like hopefully they figure it out. Because <laughs> like, they will. We're, we're, they have. We're being a deprived. Thousand people Listen, working okay, on ground effects. It's, it's not a matter of who, which driver's getting which setup, the worst setup, better setup, whatever it is. I commend Mercedes for taking that approach and understanding that the first part of right. this, it, it's a working session for them. You know, to work on and gather that data. <laughs> it's a working uh, session. I'm, I'm there for it. Right. Okay? Hey, big big question. At what point do you think Mercedes is ever going to stop? No, no. They're going to put no, their focus no, towards stop, developing no, the 23 car. No, the 23 car. No, when does that become it? No. They're oh, lost. Turish, no. from, from a logistical standpoint. Like, don't, don't even think about it from an emotional well, I don't know. You, you probably can't do that. But like, <laughs> you, you guys mistake me. No. I'm not a Mercedes fan. I'm a Lewis fan. But I think this team has a mentality that we have to upgrade that car as soon as possible to the next race as soon as possible. So it's not like me being a Lewis stan or anything, like, I swear. Hey, but I, 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 I promise you, they, I don't think this team is going to – there's not that big a, like a money gap between this year and next year. Sure, and sure. It's like you have to they, – they, they have to develop this car such that 2023's car is as good. 100%. So they I don't have think- to put their resource in this car. I don't think Karun's saying like, like, are they just already thinking about 2023? I think they're, I think uh, what he's saying is like, you know, sorry. they haven't even brought upgrades to the car yet, right? So they're gonna, they're gonna keep developing the car. They're gonna try to make it a competitive car for this year, sure. But you have to, you have to ponder: is it in the mind of Total Wolf that they're thinking like, okay, at some point, it will be logical for us to think about whether it's worth it to put money into this season that we're already so far behind in, or do we, you know, make sure we get George acquainted with the car, Karun. teach Lewis different things to George, and then focus on 2023? The regulations are staying the same between this year and next year. The Absolutely. only time they change is 2026 when the engine regulations are changed. So why, why would they think like that? Because they're using the wind tunnel time for next year already this year, right? So they're working on the yeah. development of next year's car now. But it's the same regulations. The same yeah, but they can't, they, they can't make drastic changes to their current car. You're also forgetting about the tokens, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Like, like anyways, there's, anyways, there, anyways, there's like, yeah. We could get we could get very deep into yeah. it, but this is again, this is like a business decision that Toto is going to make eventually. And I think yeah. Karun brings up a good point. It's going to be very interesting to see what the team does from a strategic standpoint, and if that's a question that Mercedes, for the first time in eight years, has to ask themselves. No, I think I think you bring up a great technical point of view, and. Because they could go on a run starting next year, right? They easily could. And like, right, like I, 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 would, I would think about that. And Toto, the businessman, is the kind of guy that I think is not so driven by emotion that he could realize the potential for another era of dominance over, yeah. over committing to, to, to one year that a lot of teams are figuring their stuff out. I mean, yeah. Haas is finishing in the – I mean, come on. Also, it's not like they're – Yeah, but Sean, how like feasible to go forward? Like with months of development, how feasible is that to continue? How feasible with the Haas? Oh yeah, I mean hey, that's also that's point. also another great Haas question. hasn't brought any upgrades either. Yeah. yeah, it's a great question, and they're still performing well, right? This is a matter of like this. My only point is, is that Mercedes team. has so much expertise mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. smees 
and <laughs> legends yeah. that they will come true. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Listen. I, I, no, as they, if you were betting, it's, it is always good to bet on Mercedes, mm-hmm. I would say. Like, All right, boys. This is just us stirring some stuff up and saying, hey, you know, yeah. this could be in the mind. In the back of his head, even in the back of your head, Tarush, that might be a little the questioner or the questioning. Big. Of Mercedes? No, I never doubt Mercedes. No doubt. That's why you're not the team principal. I love Max, but I love Lewis Miller. Um, Whoa, Charles, not even in the question now? No, I love an antagonist, bro. I love an antagonist. I, I've always thought of myself as a group antagonist, but anyways. Um, boys, All right, moving on I want to bring us on to a next segment called Not a Hater, But... <laughs> Why are you like laughing? That we have names. I love that. We I didn't know names. we had names for segments. That's wow. Actually, so so shout out Mike Elam. Uh, he's my coworker who gave me the. He actually listened to our podcast and gave me this. Uh, What's up, Mikey? Hey, shout out, Mikey. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give this uh, segment some love. So it's called "Not a Hater, But." So basically, take your worst driver and be like, "Yeah, I don't want to hate." But he sucks. So I'll give everyone, I'll give everyone a couple of minutes to think it through. Not a couple already, of minutes. I already know my answer. Yeah, I already know mine. I can oh yeah, okay. I'll let Shy okay, Shy, you go think it through with it. Number 18. Who is it? Oh, number 18, Lance Stroll. Yeah. Why? That was mine. What Look, you he both? Is, he is Wow, I have different. Okay, okay. okay. On the track. Go on, go on, you two. No, I mean that's all I gotta say. I mean, he's been drastic like incredibly incompetent just absolutely defying all the standard rules and regulations of just even like warm-up laps for qualifying i mean come on how are you messing with <laughs> Talk about mean, the tv hey, crash hey I, i'm not a hater i'm not a hater but <laughs> Lance, <laughs> mirrors what he's driving <laughs> Damn, that is the first time karuna has blown out my headphones <laughs> <laughs> yeah your headphones are <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should give it me yo this is gonna be mad controversial bro but Lewis not, a, not a hater <laughs> no, not a hater but Mick Schumacher is currently nah, I, I would yeah I'm not, yep. Mick Schumacher is currently second to last in the constructors uh, driver's championship to Nicholas Tifi who is not a hater but a hater for me personally um, Nicholas Sativi an insider. He's actually <laughs> what? Nicholas Sativi is an insider. Yeah, and I think I think Nico Yulkenberg is ahead of both of them. Um, dude, there's a couple of drivers that could fit into this category, I think. But let's no, 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 no. wait. But Sean, Sean, one sec, one sec. Mm-hmm. K Mag. Co- what about him? A year in IndyCar, yeah. came back into F1, uh-huh. immediately qualified fifth and finished mm-hmm. fifth. We're talking about Mick Schumacher, and it's it's really not fair on him. I know to to, to judge him with his father's mm-hmm. accolades, and I don't want to do that. But at this point, like he surely has to be doing better, right? Because K Mag qualified P five, then qualified P four in, in Imola, may have not finished P four. I actually don't know where he finished because I'm gonna check uh, P nine. More points yet. Mr. Schumacher has no points. Can I make a statement? 
So go ahead, please. He Prove me wrong. He, no, no, no. I'm not proving you wrong in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no, but I want you to because I want to support there's, you out there's there. There's an asterisk. There's, there's an asterisk here, right, which is he joined F1 in a, in, a, in a year when Haas had already pretty much committed from the start for the 2023 season, right? So he's already in an undrivable car, really didn't get great seat time in that car at all. It was uncompetitive. So he comes into this year. I'm thinking, again, fresh mindset. Sure, there's, you know, expectations, but – K-Mag's been in the sport for a long time. He's figured, he knows how to get acquainted with a car. Sure, he, he, he had a terrible Haas that they really tried to develop for a long time. And now they have a Haas that's, that's cooking. He fits cooking. back into the groove a little bit better. Right? Cooking. Chefin. Cooking. Mick, Mick, benefit of the doubt, the only asterisk I would give it is that I'm going to give him a little bit more time to really get acquainted with the car. First, first uh, wet race with, with the brand new 2023 car. I don't know. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. K-Mag was on his... I was on the podium in his third race, I believe. Yeah, yeah. The K-Mag argument really debunks whatever I just said. I was hoping you were going to stay away from that. So that's the best I can do to argue. Lewis that. Hamilton won this, what, sixth race in the McLaren? I mean, you're going to put legendary expectations on. Well, I shouldn't say K-Mag's legendary. Actually, I take that back. <laughs> well, no, know, you, you take it back because he is. Unfortunately, we are going to put legendary expectations on him. I don't want to. But ultimately, it's his last name. Maybe. Yeah. But, and, and would, we, would we be shitting on him, sorry for my foul language, more for his poor results if his last name wasn't Schumacher? Say his name, last name was Latifi. Latifi should, Oscar Piastri has to come into F1. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Latifi is unacceptable. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah but say right. Schumacher doesn't score points. Sure, sure. Should we just sure. give him I, slack because listen, his last name is Schumacher? If you're, like if, you're a, if you're a true supporter of okay. Formula One, the name Schumacher is, is, has a guttural response, and you, we, we just can't do anything about it. Like, it is Mick Schumacher. I will make one counterpoint, right, which is look at Yugi. Yugi had a tough first year getting yeah. used to a car. He is performing much better this year. No, he had a great he second half to his year, bro. He did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But after he was properly trained and like put in a mindset, I don't know if Mick's getting that necessarily with Nikita Mazepin as the other driver. He might. That's not the point. He, he might learn a lot more this year. I do think uh, it's not right. I think, I think when you come teammate in is not, super is young, not his supervisor to tell him to learn more or anything. I think. One of the things no. that maybe Karun's one of the things that Karun's is alluding to it, for instance, is that Pierre has been cooking, right? So Yuki has this room for improvement, whereas Haas is looking. No, Yuki the came next in with thing. an attitude that I don't have to train or anything, but I know that Mick Schumacher came in with a positive attitude. I have to work wherever I am, mm-hmm. and I have to continue to work to continue where I am. And I don't doubt that there was an issue with Mick Schumacher's attitude versus Yuki Sonoda had a massive attitude problem. That's undoubted. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there's oh. no issues with their, with their mindsets. Mm-hmm. It's only talent now. And, I, and the Haas is fast. So while it's fast, Mick Schumacher has to make advantage of that. And I'm not wrong in saying that. Listen, why, why, why did he not have a race this weekend? Again, it's one of those things where he was on the curb when it was wet and he, he made a, you know, a, a rookie mistake, let's say. So stop making mistakes. Yeah, but, I mean, you could say the same thing about Daniel Ricciardo and he's been in Formula 1 for how many years now? 
He he made a mistake. Okay, come on. <laughs> when you when you're a seven time race winner, you you can get away with that. With making mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if he's making mistakes, why can't Mick make mistakes? Because he's won seven Grand Prix, and he's podium like what, 15, 17 times. Yeah. No, but I'm. If Ricardo is making mistakes with all those accolades, it's okay. And for mistakes Mick happen. Making mistakes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's really not the same comparison compared to someone who's won Grand Prix and finished on the podium versus someone who only has his father's name to carry him. But, I, hey, I'm not, a, I'm not a hater. I want him to succeed at the end of the day. No, no, no. Sean, I like this back. segment. I like this segment. This is a good segment. Yeah. I, yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm playing devil advocate. Exactly, exactly. I swear to God, I want him to compete and stay in Formula One. But to me, as of this point, he has not shown me that he can. Sure. Dude, I, I don't think in his whole career in Formula One, I've ever separated how my, how my heart feels about Mick Schumacher from how my, my brain just like yeah. is, is looking That's at how his, it performance, is, bro. his raw performance. That's fair. It's a great I totally point. understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay, boys. Enough discussion. On to more discussion. <laughs> the Miami Grand Prix. <laughs> Miami! The inaugural. I'm in Miami, Miami. bro. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, okay. gratata. 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 Okay. the block. Smoke trees. Hold on. Ask me. Man's got a pumping. <laughs> All right, shut the fuck up, James. Oh, yikes. Sorry. Um, okay. First and foremost, DNFs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All I want to know is uh, race winner and podium. Karun. <sighs> uh, race winner, Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen! Uh, in third place. Oh, we're going one, three, two for the boys, huh? Uh, hey, uh, third place, Fernando Alonso. Woohoo! Make it's up, not gonna happen. To make up for his foibles. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, and in second place, uh, Carlos Sainz. Wow! Yeah. I, love oh! I love it. I love it. So That's Charles, a good... Yo, Shion, the one Charles stand left. It okay. ain't even right, big Charles. Ready? I, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I, I I was not gonna pick Charles either. Oh, sorry. You're the last Charles stand. Yes, yes, Karun. that's me. That's me. So let me let yes. me go ahead and say my 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 set. Okay. So uh, first place is going to be Sergio Perez. Third place, Charles. Okay. Second place, Lando. Okay. So Max DNF. Ladies and gentlemen. First, my boy, George Russell in first. I like it. I like it. I like it. In second, my boy, Lando Norris. Wow. And in third, my boy, Yuki Sonoda. (laughs) And that's how it be. Are you good, bro? Are you okay? Yeah. You better be putting money down on this. I've got hella money on it. And boys, books. Box, 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 box,